0: So let's go to the sports hotline and welcome into the locker room the general manager of the Philadelphia Flyers, Chuck Fletcher. How you doing, Chuck?
1: Doing great, guys. How are you,
0: Chuck? We were just mm-hmm. talking about uh, Elaine Vigneault and his philosophy. Scotty McKay and I know a lot of former players and coaches now in the NHL, and they always say, you know, when things are going too, when things are going great, you know, don't get too high. When things are going bad, don't get too low. Keep it even keel. But Elaine Vigneault seems to embrace, hey man go with it
1: enjoy it yeah he's i mean he's got a great attitude a great mentality and he he's been that way all year um you know he he is really even keeled and but he enjoys it he's enjoyed every day being here he's trying to encourage the players to embrace the challenge of where we're at and enjoy the moment enjoy the process and and uh you know there's always going to be things that come up and there's going to be tough games and things like that but he his attitude's been infectious, and I think the players are confident that that uh, you know we have a good team and and uh, we need to work hard. But if we keep doing the things we're doing, that you know things should be okay. And, and uh, you you got to love his attitude. I think that just comes from all the experience he has.
0: Yeah, I, I tell you what, I some of the things and some of the ways that he's handled the players this year has been I think phenomenal. I got a, a specific question for you. Are you surprised where this team is right now? Are, are you uh, are you obviously pleasantly surprised? But are you uh, obviously they're ahead of where of schedule, or right where you thought they'd be.
1: Yeah, to be honest with you, I I didn't really ever make any projections as to what we would be. Um, I really felt that you know the first half of the year there would probably be the proverbial growing pains is you have new players new coaches everybody getting used to each other I figured there'd be more inconsistency and I just hoped we'd kind of keep our head above water and kind of keep in the middle and I I felt the second half uh, once you have Elaine Vino half a year working with the team I really felt our team would get quite a bit better I felt our team would be a playoff team but I didn't have any expectations other than or at least they didn't put any time or effort into worrying about what that would mean <laughs> in terms of the record, just figured, Hey, let's just keep getting better as the year went on. Uh, we should be a playoff team. And then, you know, hopefully at the right time of the year, you're you're trending the right way. But, it, you know, it's hard to say it's, it, it's been an impressive, uh, impressive response by our players and our coaches. And, and, Hey, we got a real tough schedule coming up, uh, I, you know, I, but I like our mentality. And, and, uh, you know, we put ourselves in a pretty good spot here where if we can keep, Doing things the right way again. I don't expect to win every game the rest of the year. That's that's not realistic. But you know, we're if we continue to play the way we're playing, then I think we'll be happy uh, when the when the season ends. We're talking with
0: Flyers GM Chuck Fletcher. And uh, Chuck, one question I have for you too is uh, what what a group has really impressed you more, the offense or the defense? Because the defense was so young going in, and there were a lot of question marks, but they've been playing outstanding.
1: Yeah, the young team really grown. Uh, I, I think our forwards uh, deserve a lot of credit too for how we've played. And I mean, last year we gave up well over three goals a game, and when you do that, I mean, you don't have to be a math genius to know that if you're giving up three plus a game, you got to get four. Right. And even though we've been doing that recently, it's really hard to get four goals consistently in this league. And what I like about our team this year is we've usually we're giving up in the two range, which means you only have to get to three. So I, I think the offense has been spurred by. The way we play defensively, we we do a good job of jamming up the middle of the ice. We we counter attack really well, but you know our young deer have been got. You know have have, have gotten a lot better. I think our goaltending's been consistently solid, and and our forwards have really bought into how we have to play. And and when you do that, it, obviously you're giving up less, you have the puck more, and you have a chance to score more. So I, I think it's the defense that's that's fueled everything.
2: Yeah, Chuck, it's Scotty. How are you, man? It's doing um... well, thanks. Uh, you know, for me, I'm looking at this team and Billy and I talked about this and we've been, you know, obviously hockey fans our whole life and played and I still coach, but you know, this team is really is shocked what they've done from the midpoint of the season. I mean, you were barely clinging on to a, to a, you know, a wild card spot, you know, halfway through the season. And now you've propelled yourselves in a short period of time to be with the elite of the rest of the teams and you're beating the elite. And and for me, I, I, you know, I always say to my kids like for check and back check, they're not two European players. (laughs) <laughs> they're a part of a system that creates opportunities and your forecheck has really jammed people up down low and, and then you're taking pucks away in the neutral zone and going right back in who do you tri- is, is it the coaching staff you feel that's really done the, the big job here getting these guys ready to play night in night out
1: well i mean the coaching staff obviously has to put the plan in place and, and make demands on the players and early in the year they, they were very demanding on on players to get them to, to play the right way but you know the credit has to go to the players they've I think what they've seen is you know, I mean, first of all, with our coaching staff's experience and their track record, there's there's instant credibility there, and I think once the players grasped what we were trying to do and why, they bought in, and, and, and they've really done the job, and uh, you know, it's defense again is the start of everything how you defend the neutral zone in particular if you can stop teams from coming through the neutral zone and turn pucks over then oftentimes you get you know you get a an odd man rush on, on a short sheet of ice and uh, we do have good speed and we have some guys that attack and and uh, you know it's really been the hallmark of our success and but if you look at our wingers in particular we have pretty good speed we have some size and you know guys like Lawton and Pitlick and Obie Cabell and Raffle and in particular me obviously these guys have bring a lot of sandpaper and speed and are, are willing to get in on the forecheck and and disrupt things up the ice and and that's really helped us. We've we have uh, scored a lot of goals off off the forecheck and off sustained offensive zone time.
0: Tremendous. I, I love it. I that's that a new sounds. terminology for me. Sandpaper. I love it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's funny, I, I had written down Lawton, Pitlick, Grant, and Raffles, as, as guys that have really brought a lot of energy. You get and, and contributions creating, from everybody. Contributions from everybody. Now, we're, we've been talking about, obviously, the current team and how they're playing and how exciting it is to watch the team again. How would you rank your your, your minor league system at this point, you know? Um, going forward, obviously, you, you your job is to make sure that you have guys to fill in when needed and also to look for the future of the club. Where would you put them in, in the league as far as? You know, prospects and talent.
1: Well, I think we're rated. We're certainly in the top third. Uh, I think the way we look at it, um, you know, I guess people can rate every system a little bit differently. You know, give a lot of credit to to Ron Hextall and Chris Pryor for for putting in motion a plan a few years ago that's really laid the foundation for for future success in terms of having so many good young players coming through the system. And we have a really good scouting staff. We have a really good development staff. You know, I think there's a lot of good players coming through. Now, as we know, not every prospect becomes a player, and, and that's why the exciting thing is we have the quantity. We have we have 20 guys that have a chance of, of being NHL players. Now, will all 20 make it? Probably not. We all know that to be the case. But if you only have seven or eight, then, you know, you might only get three or four players. If you have 20, you have a chance to get 10 or 11. So I, I think our depth is down the road is very good. We've seen several players from Lehigh come up and play big roles on our team this year. And there's some other kids in junior and college in Europe that will be, you know, filtering into Lehigh Valley in the coming years and continue to give us that depth. And, and that should allow us to, you know, again, hopefully have options going forward. But, but just, just depth, just versatility, as we've seen the last couple months, it, it's been tremendous for, for our NHL team. We're talking with uh, Chuck Fletcher, the
0: general manager of the Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, Chuck, uh, Pete Thompson, one of the hosts here on our station, wants me to ask you, the, the Hayes signing gets a lot of attention. But how, how uh, critical, how hard was it, or how difficult was it to re-sign Travis Konecki and Ivan Provorov?
1: Well, they made it difficult. Went right, right to, uh, <laughs> right into camp. Basically, we started with both those guys really in the spring, and and that's normally the way it is. You usually take a crack at it at the end of the season, and if it doesn't get done right away, it, it usually lingers just for whatever reason. July and August don't, and people get away, or uh, there, there's really no urgency to get anything done. But, but they they were critical signings. I mean, again, you're talking Proverovs are are. Arguably, our best defenseman. I think Niskanen's probably been right up there with him this year, and and Konechny is clearly one of our best young forwards. And and uh, you know, we went in with the mindset that initially maybe look at a shorter term deal and uh, keep as much cap flexibility as possible. But but the way it turned out, I think we're we're extremely happy now. We have long term commitments from both of them. We have a cap number that we can work with, and and they both have continued to blossom into into star players. So. Um, you know, I think it's worked out really well for both the players and, and for us. And and with the cap kind of flattening every year right now, it's great to know exactly what you're paying these guys, yeah. uh, you know, for the long term as we project other salaries around them. Well,
0: uh, Chuck, you've done an outstanding job getting all the young guys up and into the mix and uh, of course, the 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 late signings at the uh, at the trade deadline of Derek Grant and uh, Nate Thompson were outstanding additions. Uh, continued success, and I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to come on in the locker room with Billy Schwein. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem, guys. Thank uh, you for having me. All Thanks, right, there's Chuck. The,
0: there's the uh, luck, GM man. of the Flyers, Chuck Fletcher. Scooter. Yeah. You know, yeah. he got the he got Konechny signed right away. He got Provorov, who's obviously playing playing as one of the best defensive men in, yeah. on the team, and this he's, team's like, I love, the, I love the young defense, man. And how about how about what he said, sandpaper, which means gritty. Right. Which means like, they don't... Which
2: means they're mascot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. I love that new terminology. There you go. Sandpaper. They bring some sandpaper. Because that's, right. that's what we like, right, Josh? Don't we always talk about not not being able to, uh, <laughs> you know, take any guff, any stuff? Right. Well, he's done
2: a tremendous well, job the last with couple these years guys. Scooter? Look, look, you know... For him to grab guys like Grant and Thompson late there in the year at the trade deadline, and you know, if you asked ten hundred Flyers fans who are these guys, none of them would have known who they are. Right. But but he found some value in in their play. They're good penalty kill guys, they're good face off guys, they're good guys to go in the corners. They got their couple hundred you know, over two hundred pounds, they're solid guys. But what they're doing they're contributing not only see a lot of those guys you always expect. You you see them in the game. You go okay. They they did a good job, right. but they but they didn't show up on a scoreboard somewhere. Right. These guys are showing up on a scoreboard.
0: Yeah, they're well, how making about, plays. How, how about that? that he uh, puts his foot out to make a pass over the haze. He he turned his skate. He knew exactly, what he, knew he exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. That was, that was a brilliant play, yeah, man. It was
2: great. Stuff like that you know? doesn't
0: show up on the uh, – on the Well, well it shows up did, an assist. Did he, did he get an assist for that? Yeah, he gets an assist <laughs> for that. That's how you sorry. got your assist. Yeah, right. i shoot it. or shoot I shoot it, that's hit that's me you, in the head. Hit you in the head. And it would go in. Right, and yeah. That's how you get your that's, goal. That's how great
2: your shot was. <laughs> and that's only four feet high. I'm 6'4". You shouldn't be hitting me in the head with your shot. It
0: went well, off your rear end. Yeah. That's how you got your goals.